everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters, because we're the Migata, Migata, Migata Mac Daddy. My name is Matt, and I'm here as always <laughs> with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? Because Inside Out is we get a we get a we get a whack. Yeah, <laughs> boy. Ah, close it out well. Yeah. I, I'm good. I I'm know good. I'm the Migata, Migata Mac Daddy. Shit. What are you drinking? <laughs> uh, I'm drinking. Uh, some Laura made me something. What is uh, it? It, it's, it's not there yet. You have it? Pink. Yeah, it looks pink. Oh, yeah, it's right. tasty. So I'm is, that, drinking. is that one cube or no cube? Uh, it's actually no cube. Hmm. I'm not but, drinking. Uh, I have nothing. I have no liquids here. So wait, I'll, I'll tell <laughs> you right now. Mm. Cranberry Sprite vodka. Mm. I have a uh, a half used bottle of Coldies. Cold remedy spray. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use it. Yeah, let's take a drink a little bit. Yeah. Refreshing. Ah. Ah. Wait, is, is that like medicated? This is terrible radio. Yeah, it's medicated. No. Oh. What? Why would you do that? I don't know. Cause it was the only thing I had. Now I gotta now I gotta eat a cola and put some chapstick on. It's the only thing I'm seeing on my desk right now. <laughs> uh, all right. Before, sorry for all that. Um. We're going to talk about our favorite financial resources today because apparently we suck, <laughs> according to some of the recent reviews we've been getting on iTunes. And uh, I'm going to read a few. But after that, before we get started, uh, if you guys have any questions about personal finance, including income, debt, budgeting, or investing, shoot us an email with your questions to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. That's where you can reach us. And we want submissions for catchphrases. Today's catchphrase is from Grace. Thank you, Grace. I, <laughs> I purposely said it weird because I thought it was funny to say. I'm like, make it a make it a Mac Daddy? I don't get it. I do get it. Chris Cross will make you jump, son. That's how we do it here at Listen Money Matters. Uh, send us <laughs> in via Twitter at Money Matters Man. And uh, yeah, so apparently we suck. And therefore, mm. we're going to direct people to other personal finance resources. <laughs> uh, I am going to read some of the most recent... Uh, reviews that we got. Not too happy, but what are you going to do? But actually, one is really funny, and I don't know if I read this already, uh, but one of the reviews we got was Wayne's World without the bad guitar playing. Instead, you get bad financial advice. Ooh. Ouch. Give me another. Give me another. Catchphrase. Quantity over quality. Two stars. So two Ooh. stars. It's not one star. It's two stars. Yeah. With their vested interest in pushing a particular product, <clears throat> Betterment, I'd look elsewhere for advice. There is value in the interviews, which typically feature people who actually know what they're talking about. I enjoy the banter, but Andrew, you need to work on your pronunciation if you're going to play the uppity. And you know what that means. No, I don't, actually. Because I don't either. Yeah. But I'll, I'll work on my pronunciation. So, Seriously. So in honor of the few bad reviews we got, and that's okay, we told you to be honest, and thank you for doing that. I stand by that. And I'll tell you, <laughs> wait, what, what does vested interest mean? I don't. We apparently, there are, you know, like you mentioned on another podcast, it's like Betterment's in our back pockets. Because we talk oh. about Betterment a lot. Yeah, because I was going to say, if it was a vested interest, it, it's... Not vested. Well, we we have uh, interest in mint. We say mint a lot. Use True. mint. And we mint don't make any money from that. Nope. So could it uh, just be that we prefer to recommend people towards things that we ourselves use and like? 
Probably not, though. Probably not. No, definitely. All right. So this might be a shorty, but um, let's first. Since or as they say in Philly, a fatty. Okay. I don't know. Do they? I don't you know. looked at me as if like, yeah, am I right? <laughs> um, Mac Daddies. All right, we're gonna since we're since we're on a podcast, I want to point you to a couple of podcasts, uh, just a cu- couple that I that I personally listen to, and then Andrew personally listens to. I was gonna say just to preface the whole conversation, we're only re- as as always, we're only recommending things that we actually consume yes. and enjoy. Yes. So some list will be shorter. Well, that's because we just don't consume as much of that. Yeah, so these are things that we read. Uh, we read a bunch of other stuff as well. Like we read like bits and pieces everywhere. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to consume when you have to uh, put out a podcast Free. so often, and yeah, and when you have to create. So we do our best, and these are things that we that we think stand out. And uh, as far as podcasts go, if you're interested in listening to other financial related podcasts, Andrew, you listen to one every day. Uh, I listen to APM Marketplace and I love is it, it. Is it short form? It's uh, it's usually between twenty five to like I don't even think they go to thirty minutes. I think it's like twenty five to twenty nine minutes. And is it like news, and, like financial news? Yeah, like you know they talk about what's going on um, in the day and you know how the stock market's doing. And then they, they have a couple of segments where they'll talk like maybe about the Iraq thing or they'll talk okay. about you know a Bitcoin. Th- it's whatever is interesting and newsworthy. What does so, the APM stand for? American Public Media. Oh, okay. All right, and, and I, this I, is APM Marketplace. I, I assume that's a. Good yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't know because no. that's what they say. But yeah, uh, another podcast that uh, we listen to is Stacking Benjamins. We've been on the show. Uh, Joe's been on our show. We've gotten good reviews of Joe Salcihi being on our show, uh, and it goes so far as to say that the only other good personal finance show that is of a similar style to ours. Yeah, in that. We don't have sticks up our butts or whatever the... Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you was a reason why you were so tall. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check out those podcasts. Uh, we highly recommend them. And as far as uh, books, mm. uh, I, I, you don't really... Do you really... Do you read, actually? <laughs> do you read books? Uh, I used to. I used to. I haven't read in a while. I, I read like short form like articles on the internet. And yeah. Stuff. See, I, I I'm a huge fan of Quartz, which is Q, like Q, QZ, QZ.com. Yeah. Uh, I watched Bill Maher and the editor uh, was on his show. It's it's amazing. What's actually, his name? Bobby what? Gosh, I think his name is. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but it, there's the articles are like of the most epic quality, and they all contain some numbers or stats, and they won't be all finance related, but it's yeah very data driven thing. So I like yeah you you eat that yeah. up, even though that's not on our list. But I ad hoc that, and I, I usurped the there whole. You go. And that's the book I read. QZ dot com. Yeah. Uh, so I try to read every night. I've been doing it recently. I, in fact. Uh, I've been reading more books in, lately in my life than I have ever in my life. Never mm. read in high school or college or anything. College, my, my two weeks in college. Uh, but I never really read until maybe like two years ago I started reading, but very slowly. So I'm trying to pick it up. But one of the books in 2013 that ma- got me started on my financial uh, freedom pathway was uh, The Simple Dollar by Trent Ham. 
Mm. And I'm oh, by the way, we're including links to all of these in the show notes if you're interested in any of this stuff. Uh, the The Simple Dollar by Trent Ham was the first finance book I ever read. No, I, I I take that back. The first finance book I ever read that I want to recommend because I've read. Mm. That's also not true. God damn it. <laughs> it was the it was it was the book that I read that in 2013 that got me to like go okay I, I better get my shit together and then immediately after that I read I will teach you to be rich by Ramit Sethi and I was like okay that book was like he it was like speaking to me I totally resonated with it I'm like yes I'm gonna get my shit together and I and I did right mm. uh, before that. I had to write a book called The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Clayson. And that was because my dad had gone to some, he, I think he told me he went to some like financial meeting of sorts, like seminar. And that was the book he, he uh, asked everyone to read. And my dad, you know, recommended it to me. And it's uh, like a fable. It's a book of fables that teach you about personal finance in like old school, like, you know, the, old, cool. the old man of Babylon walks up and exchanges a fish for a, you know, a chicken and, you know, it was sort of like, you know, he, he says to the horse, yeah, and that, a long face. It's not, it's not a joke book, but <laughs> it's, uh, you know, the book basically has like one thing that resonates throughout the, the whole thing is uh, <clears throat> pay yourself first. Mm. And I believe it was 10%. That was like what they said, but we believe in 20%. Mm. And hey, 20% or more, actually. Yeah. Right. Whatever you can afford. But uh, The Richest Man in Babylon is an interesting read. It's a, just a different take on personal finance, which I thought was cool. That, I read that a long time ago, but it didn't like make me change my ways. I think it made me change my ways for like a little bit, and then I'm like, mm. eh, back to normal. <laughs> uh, but, dude, I Will Teach You to Be Rich was, even though it has sort of like a spammy kind of like title. title. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, how to get rich quick overnight. Um and same and same as some other books that I actually really like that are really good, but they sell. You know the titles are what make them sell. The mm. book's awesome. I highly recommend it for beginners for sure. If you're if you're if you're somebody like you who like kind of understands, I don't think you'd be interested in the book, right? So right. much. But uh, what's that investing book that you like kind of know and you were like kind of interested in? Yeah, so like the, like the Bible of investing books or whatever. I don't know what you have. So um, I, we went on vacation and, and I actually read uh, Wildcat Currencies while we were there. Recently. And, uh, yeah, recently, like, uh, like a week ago or something. And um, it was awesome. And it had like the history of money or whatever. And, and Laura and I had resolved that we're going to go to bed an hour early and we're going to read for that hour. So uh, I've queued up. Uh, I just cracked the cover uh, last night. But uh, it's called The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. And that book's been around. I mean, that book's like... It, it's like if you're in the personal finance sphere or you've been reading blogs, I'm sure you've seen it a thousand times. Um, Benjamin Graham is the dude who taught Warren Buffett how to do value investing, which is Warren Buffett's strategy. And it's basically, the whole strategy is just get a good deal and then just keep it forever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, that's oversimplified, but it's like a whole book on that. So I'm reading that. I could, I could just say it's highly uh, uh, recommended because I think everyone highly recommends it. And it's literally the, du- the dude who taught Warren Buffett. So how I, I'm go actually going to – I think I'm actually going to go and read that. I think go I'm for it, dude. That, yeah. 
And and you have you bought capital, right? I have capital. Um, Who's I that Thomas Piketty? Yeah, yeah. I started reading it, um, and it's actually really good. Uh, and Laura actually took it away from me. She wants to read it. She's an anthropologist, and it's very much up her alley. Uh, it's like it's how people behave, and, and it's very much like that. So, I mean, I only got like maybe five, ten pages in. Okay. Um, so you can't uh, like officially recommend it yet. No, 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 no. But uh, I'm going to be reading that soon. Um, a, a book that is not really so much personal finance driven, more productivity driven, mm. is the Four Hour Work Week. And you've read that, right? Yeah. I kind of like. I feel like everyone in our space kind of has read that. Not the personal finance space, but the blogging space. I mean, because it inspires stuff like blogging and and. It's very very good. Creating I a muse. Yeah. Which is like how to make money on the side, like a side hustle. Mm. I, man, I hate the word hustle, but like a, you know, start a side business that you can do from home, sort of thing. Mm. Uh, and I bought my dad a copy. <clears throat> I don't think he's read it yet, but I'm I'm hoping after he listens to this, he'll start reading it because it's really good. It's a productivity book that like will just open your eyes in a few places. I thought I thought so. Yeah, it definitely did for me. Uh, and and um, that's so, that. There are my books. One- so, so my books were I teach. I will teach you to be rich. The Simple Dollar, The Richest Man in Babylon, and The 4-Hour Workweek. They're mine. All right. I, I have one more. So yeah. right now I mentioned Wildcat Currency. And by the way, you can go to the show notes and we have links to all these. So yeah, can, I said whatever. that. Yeah, I'm just reminding them. But So I said Wildcat Currency, The Intelligent Investor, and a book that I really, really liked. It was super inspiring to me. And it's one of the few books. Because I've read, I've read a ton of books in my life. And we were like talking. And not many applied or... Yeah. Didn't really resonate with me. I really liked Good to Great by Jim Collins. It's it's more of like a data-driven book and basically does this analysis of all these companies over a long period of time and what is the difference between companies that are good and companies are great. Like what makes a company great? great yeah. You know, and there's there was like awesome gleams of wisdom like it's really important to get like it's it's not so important to figure out where you're going. You get the right people on the bus, and then you figure out where you're going. You get a bunch of smart people together. They'll know the answers. And it's all stuff like that. And Jim Collins just well, – I mean, we're going to talk about him later, but uh, he's awesome. Uh, what's your favorite book ever? Favorite book ever? Uh, it's it's a fantasy book. Yeah, what is it? Uh, the, the Sword of Shin- – uh, wait – it's the Shannara series. I, I forget exactly the name of the books, but it's by uh, this guy Terry Brooks. Mm-hmm. That's with elves and dwarves and magic and and elf, elven rings and it's <laughs> shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like one of those books where you picked up and just kind of blew through it? Yeah, they're just I, I get like immersed in the world, and it's just really so. If you like fantasy stuff, like. Terry Brooks can write. Like, he's awesome. Yeah, you know what? That's funny because I don't think I really have, like, a favorite book. You know, the, the the book that I blew through, like, honestly, was called Rework, mm. which is by the guys at 37 Signals who do right. the – if you've heard of um, Basecamp and High Rise, they're the software company. It's a short book. If you're into software, it's awesome. Like, if you're into – dude – so you, I have to read it is what you're saying. Oh, my God. You have to read it, dude. Dude, it's you like, have to read it. Oh, my God. I right. can't stop saying, dude, you have to read it. All right. Read it. Okay. Do, I will. I will. All right. 
Seriously, it was. And there's another book called Getting Started, which is the one that before that, also good. Same about mm. the, around the same subject. Rework is excellent. Uh, moving on to some blogs because that's what we do. Mm. My favorite blog is listenmoneymatters.com. No. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, it is. It better be. <laughs> uh, it's, it's when it comes to financial blogs, I got most of my information from books, but there were a few in the book, right? So I got most of my information from blogs. I mean, I knew a lot, but yeah. I, I learned quite a lot from blogs. So I will teach you to be rich when I read that book. He mentions getrichslowly.org a lot. Mm. And I went and read some of J.D. Roth stuff, and we had J.D. Roth on, and we also had Kristen Wong on who writes for Get Rich Slowly. Mm. Right. So got to gotta read Get Rich Slowly if you're into personal finance. It's like one it's of the, a staple. Yeah, it's a staple for, for blogging, for uh, personal finance blogs. So one – so I mean I'll, I'll actually – I'll save the other dude for, for later. Uh, Jim Collins is a brilliant man. If you ever heard the term, and I've used it on the blog before and it's been all over the web, F-U money. You know, yeah. the, the most important thing is to get F-U money so you could say F-U to whomever, uh, blah, blah, blah. That was coined by Jim Collins, and he has a personal finance blog that is awesome. It's great. Uh, super detailed. And he's awesome. the author of that book you just mentioned. He's the author of the book I just mentioned. Now, if you search for Jim Collins, you will not find this blog because he kind of, he he doesn't want it to be a top result when you search his name. So it's kind of on the sly. It's like a hidden hidden secret. Kind of, yeah, actually. Um, so the web address, because he owns like jimcollins.com and stuff like that. So the address for this is Collins. NH.com. Do you know what the NH stands for? No idea. No idea? No idea. No idea. Um, so we'll put in the show notes. Awesome blog. Super recommend it. Uh, just really good read and, and a lot of useful information. And as a shout out, and if you're into debt reduction, you got to check out blog.readyforzero.com. I they, love everybody over there. They keep it tight on quality. Yeah, ben, Shannon, Claire are all over there. Uh, they're constantly coming out with new stuff, getting guest writers. We've actually guessed it on their site. Uh, I really like how their font's big and you can actually read the words, <laughs> which is like, it, it kind of like, it's rare to see that actually. Like I know even get rich slowly, their font's very tiny and it's hard to read, mm. but, uh, ready for zero. Their, their blog's nice and big. It's nice. I like to read it. That, read that site. But, um, if, uh, yeah. So if you want to see where I get most of my, like, my ideology from or just like inspiration, um, financialsamurai.com. This is a dude who, who used to be a banker, made a lot of money, retired early, uh, invests. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of investment stuff or, or um, landlordish type stuff and, and just how he handles his money. And it's, it's very insightful um, and it's, it's more numbers and meaty driven. So that's a really good one. Uh, and then one that you've probably all heard of. Um, he's, he's just really awesome. It's uh, MrMoneyMustache.com. And, and I'll what- be honest. Everyone's told me to read it, and I really have not like really got into it and read it. So I, when I randomly stumbled on his blog, I don't even know how I did, how it happened. It was way, way back, like 
more than a year ago probably. And it was the first blog that I found in a long time that I became like fanatical about. Like I would be talking about Mr. Money Mustache to everyone, to my wife, to people at work, to my parents, Tell everything. Me why. Was, the main difference between us and him is he is ultra extreme frugal. So he he invests, he has smart strategies, his his I love probably the most his philosophy, mm-hmm. like the, his mindset and approach. I am not so big into the hardcore frugalness as him. It's him, his wife, and I think he has one kid. They live in Colorado, and they live off uh, roughly $25,000 a year. Wow. And his whole thing is like getting it to like 24000 Or, you know, like that. Like being frugal is his thing. Right. I don't resonate so much with that, but everything else is gold. Okay. So uh, what about – so we talked about some blogs. Mm-hmm. Some other things like tools and stuff. Uh, of course, we have to mention Mint and Betterment. Mm. You know, since we're in the back pockets of Betterment, since we have Cle- clearly they, they pay for our fancy lifestyles. We gotta so. we gotta mention them. Yeah, uh, that's why uh, I have a job because I get paid so much for Betterment. Yeah, another tool is TurboTax, which you like. I've never used, but you swear mm. by for. Tax I do my season. taxes with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know here. Uh, Two things. So uh, I saw him. I just watched a movie I mentioned a bunch of times recently. It's called Maxed Out. Very good. Hirsch, uh, one of our listeners, who is a good friend of ours, he is the one who said, you know, check it out. It's awesome. Uh, so we watched it. Mm-hmm. Great. I uh, actually didn't watch that one yet. I have no, to. No, I'm sorry. I watched it, and I told you to watch it. Netflix, yeah. if you want to see it. Awesome. And ne- the next one I did watch, and so I that, love this Yeah, show. and I told you to watch it because I, yes. I knew about it because he was making the rounds. His name's Robert Reich. He used to be the uh, Secretary of Labor for Clinton. Yes. And he was making the rounds on like all the talk shows like Daily Show, and he was on Bill Maher's show, and he has a movie called Inequality for All. And as soon as I saw it on Netflix, I'm like, yes, and I watched it. <laughs> and the animation's great. He's great. The message is great. It's Watch insightful. It. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Uh, inequality for all. And then you turned me on to a YouTube video called the economic. You know, I think it's called how the economic machine works. Right. By Ray Dalio, and it's on YouTube. Just type in how the economic machine works on YouTube. Again, we'll have it in the show notes. But that's awesome. Like that was if you, if you don't understand awesome. how the economy works in like, general, you just, yeah, you just must watch that. It's a it's one guy who's explaining it. Right, mm-hmm. you never see his face. He's just narrating this cartoon, and the and the animation's really well done. And it and he he explains it. It's well thought out explanation of it. The animation is 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 good, and it's funny, sort of ish, and it just kind of describes it and it visually in a way that you can like easily understand. So I, I think I'm going to say that if if you do anything. After listening to this podcast episode, if there, if this was of any value, you must first watch that video. Yeah, it is so easy to understand and powerful, and you will be a vastly more knowledgeable person. Yeah, if you true. watch it. So uh, that's it. That's all we got. Yeah, just and, uh, uh, basically, we suck. Go to everyone else <laughs> because clearly, we uh, you know. So here's what I want you to do. If you guys have anything that you'd like to recommend to us, and maybe we can start recommending it to our listeners, especially blog, po- especially blogs. Mm. If you come across a blog that's awesome, you know, send it to us, and we will post it. 
we will share it and we will start reading it if it's on your recommendation, please. And you mm-hmm. can send those over to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. You can tweet them uh, at Money Matters Man. You can go on Facebook, facebook.com slash listenmoneymatters. Send us stuff that you think is great documentaries, books, tools, software, YouTube videos, podcasts, all of them. Share the wealth. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's let everyone know. Yeah, please. So, and if you like the show, right, you can leave a good review. And you can tell us we don't I, suck. Actually, actually, I want to say, I want to say, you know, I actually appreciate the negative reviews, yeah. except for the fact that if you want to criticize, like at least make it uh, constructive. Yeah, constructive. Like, oh, you're, you know, look, huh. why, I, I why mean, I, not? Huh. I agree, I, but but you know, you know, not everyone's going to do that. You know that. No, I know some some people are going to hate just to hate because they just. The, Whatever uh, their life is difficult or something, but uh, you know, if there's something specific you don't like, uh, we'd love to know because that's the way that we could fix it. Yeah, we would like to improve, and the only way we can improve is if we know what to improve. So, so if you think I don't know what I'm talking about and I'm just talking out of my ass, so say it. Call me an idiot. Give me an example. But then tell me, yeah, exactly. Tell me what episode. Because even my brother will do that. Even my brother will say, "Oh, blah blah blah." blah. And I'm like, "Well, give me an example." I can't. Well, then you're not helping me. You're just saying you're just saying a blanket statement, and I can't make yeah. it, I can't make a correction. I can't like make it known. Like when you when we first started this podcast, and and we're still growing. When you first started, you were you were drinking beer and you were burping on air, and then like like our even our parents were like, no, don't do that. And it was yeah. like you you knew you knew that specific thing. You knew not to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, we're starting to get uh, it's just. You know, I think, yes, constructive criticism, as always, super helpful. And you know what? It's Don't don't even, if you don't like us, say you hate us. Like, you, my voice just, like, <laughs> is, like, nails on a chalkboard to you. Um, then, then don't give me insightful information. Give it to the people who may be listening to our podcast. Be like, don't listen to this episode because it's just utter shit and Andrew talks like a girl too much or something. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But I'm going to read a five-star review. Make it useful to someone. I'm going to read a five-star review. I don't want to dwell on it too much. Mm. Uh, Fun and informative by Annie or Anne 43. United States. Very entertaining. I'm currently playing catch-up, but 60 episodes in, it's quickly become one of my must-listen-to shows. Matt and Andrew take a pretty mundane topic like money and make it easier to understand and even enjoyable. Keep it up, guys. I just finished paying off $50,000 in student loan debt, so I'm trying to figure out the next steps, and they are handing out some very interesting advice to get my money to work for me instead of having to pay someone else. Thanks. Uh, congratulations on getting that debt paid off. It's a and big 43. Deal. Awesome. That's just what we want to hear. And last but not least, if you want to uh, learn more about personal finance, and you want to uh, get a list of all the things that we talked about in today's show, you can go to listenmoneymatters.com and just go to the show page and you'll see this episode and there's all the information. So that's it. Thanks again for hanging out with us and we look forward to the next episode as always. So thank you and later, Andrew. You're welcome. Always. Later, man.